Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you're about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. I want to read to you today this scripture that we're going to be pretty much living in um, the entire time. It's Psalms 92, verse 12 through 15. And I prefer the Amplified Version Bible. Um, I love the words that come out of it. But um, if they put up on the screen, you'll see it probably in ESV or New King James. It says, the righteous will flourish like the palm tree, long-lived, upright, and useful. They will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, majestic and stable. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Growing in grace, they will still thrive and bear fruit and prosper in old age. They will flourish and be vital and fresh, rich in trust and love and contentment. They are living memorials to declare that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promises. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Everyone say amen. Find a seat. Take a seat. Power in being planted. I've heard this scripture for nearly my whole life. It was something that I was always hearing every first Sunday of the month. Our church would um, give people an opportunity to be planted in the house of God, to teach it, to understand it. So it was all of the time I was hearing this scripture. And I never really appreciated it as much as until I really became actually planted in the house of God. And I started to understand why it was so powerful to receive this word. So let's first begin with just a bit of an understanding of what some of these words are speaking to us today. So the first one in verse 12, it says, the righteous. Everyone say it with me, the righteous. Now, I am a kids pastor, so I do like a bit of um, communication, and you can throw up your hands in the wave, whatever you want to do. I like a bit of communication back and forth, so bear with me. But I want you guys to understand something. The righteous, say that's me. We are righteous. If you believe in Jesus Christ today, God sent his only son to die on a cross. And through his sacrifice and through what he did for us, we are now in right standing with God. Everyone say right standing. That's what righteousness means, to be in right standing with God. And this enables us to come boldly before our Heavenly Father and pray and worship and say, God, I need you. You can intercede and you can pray and you can say, God, thank you, Lord. You can say, I'm raising my supplication up to you, God. I need you to hear me today. Why? Because we have been made righteous. Amen. Is that good? Is anyone stirred up today? I'm already on fire. I don't know if you can see my face. It's, it's already hot. But we are righteous. And in verse 13, it says planted. Now, planted is a word I want you to just write really big in your notebook, whatever you're taking notes on. Being planted. Verse 13, planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. Now, being planted means it's kind of like a tree. We've all seen trees before. I don't have to really go into too much depth of trees. But it's like taking a tree and planting it in the best place and in the best soil. 
It is able to grow deep roots. It is going to be firmly fixed and held. Now, when the tree gets planted, it starts this growing process, right? And what starts happening? We see roots, right? We actually don't see the roots, but they actually start growing deeper than what we can actually see. Now, the root system of a tree means that it is the whole support mechanism for the entire parts of the trees that are above ground level. We cannot see the roots, but it is the most vital part of a tree. And this word planted means exactly that. You are going to start being planted and deeply rooted, fixed upon, held. Now, this root system, I don't know if some of you know this, but some fun facts. A healthy tree, its roots can grow up to 6 to 12 times bigger than its canopy. That's why it's so hard to uproot trees. Ben, you probably know this well enough. As I was writing this, I was like, I really hope Ben comes today because he's going to be like, preach, Laney. <laughs> he, he knows it well. And that's why you just cut them off. You don't try to uproot them. <laughs> but you start to see this root system is even bigger than what you are seeing in front of your face. We went over to the Great Ocean Road and we looked at all of those redwood cedars and they are huge. I mean, I'm just looking up like this and like it's still just amazing how much that is. And then I think about the root system and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I don't even want to know how much is down there, okay? But this root system is so important. And we being the tree here planted at Pursuit Church, in the best place and in the best soil, we will start to see our roots growing so strong and our roots going so deep that we are not shakable. We aren't easy to just pluck out and remove ourselves. But no, we know that God has called us here. I am a part of a body. I am planted and I am sure. I am firmly fixed and my roots are growing deep. Because you know what? This church wasn't just founded on nothing. It was founded on the word of God. God prophetically spoke to our pastors and said, plant, get those sheep that are scattered, bring them here. This is going to be for the kingdom of God. It wasn't as if it was just a, a oh yeah, let's be, let's be pastors overseas. No, it was a word from God that was spoken into their heart and it's not going anywhere. When you are firmly planted and you have a sure foundation in God's word, it's gonna, his, God's word's going to speak and it won't stop. A few of these other words that we see that are really important to understand is the word flourish. We see this in verse 12 to 14. And this word flourish means to bud, to sprout, to bloom. Now, verse 12 to 13, I was reading in the King James Version this as well, and it it's actually uses the exact same word, the same meaning, uh, the Hebrew word. It's the exact same number, 6433, <laughs> to those of you uh, word, word people. But it's in verse 14, it says, it's a different word, to grow luxuriant or fresh or green. So you are budding 
and you are blossoming as you are planted, you are firm, you are growing roots because you're going to start flourishing something. You're going to start blooming. You're going to start looking fresh and green. I hope you're not afraid of that today. I hope that fear doesn't stop you from understanding that it is important to be planted. Even, even if you, you have no idea what you've come into, it's important to be planted. And guess what? You're going to flourish. And you might think, oh, I don't, I don't really need to flourish. I'm pretty fine. I'm pretty great. I don't need it. It's fine. It's like, no, but you will. When you take God's word for what it is, you're going to start budding some beautiful things. You're going to start growing you're going to start showing the goodness of God on the outside of you because you are deeply rooted. Now, a few, few more things that I'm going to go through. There is power within your position. Verses 12 to 13 show us quite a few positions that are so powerful. And one of them is the palm tree. The noble palm tree stands straight and erect, sending all of its strength upward into one beam, into one column. And it grows even in, even in drought, even in the desert, and it can withstand hurricanes. We're from South Texas. We get hurricanes. I've seen them my whole life. We get, we get thunderstorms. We get all kinds of just crazy rain and wind. And I'm telling you, I can look outside and I see our palm tree just, just going back and forth, swaying in the wind. And it doesn't matter how bad it gets because it's still so strong. It's not going to break. There is power within that position of how it has been planted. And I like the example that it gives us here. In um, verse 12, it says, like the palm tree, long-lived, upright, and useful. That's you. This scripture is talking about you who are planted. You're like a palm tree. You are upright. You are strong. And when, when circumstances and situations happen in life, because they will, you can just, hey, God. Just go back and forth. What's up, God? I'm just going to worship through this storm because you're better. You are far more greater. It doesn't matter because you are so firmly planted. Your roots are so deep. No hurricane can take you away. The cedar tree, the cedar tree of Lebanon were known for their size, their strength, their durability, their beauty, and their usefulness. That is what that tree is known for. And a lot of times it was used to build temples. King Solomon used it to build his magnificent temple. But that's you. Say, that's me. I'm a palm tree. I'm a cedar tree. You stand strong. Just like what it says here, majestic and stable. That's you today. You are strong in the Lord and the power of his might. These two positions as a palm tree and as a cedar tree, you should really hold dear to your heart to remind yourself, oh, there's a palm tree. That's me. That's me. I'm strong. I'm stable. I don't know if we have Lebanon cedar trees here, but we have cedar trees here. And you can be like, hey, that's me. 
I'm strong. I'm durable. I'm going to outlast. I'm majestic. I like that word. The other place of position that you see that there's power is in the house of the Lord. Now, this basically means it's the house of God, the temple, the church, the place where his presence is. It's the place where believers are both planted and where they continue to live and to flourish. They continue. They don't stop when rains come. They don't stop when they get offended. They don't stop when it doesn't fit their menu. They don't stop whenever things just get a bit rocky sometimes. No, it is a place that believers who are righteous, who are planted, who have deep roots are continuing. Say continuing. That's sometimes a tough word to hear because we don't like struggle. But you got to have to continue on. We all have to press up forward. What's the Bible teaches? Press toward the high calling in the mark. That what God has set before you. We have to press. We cannot take the easy way out of certain things because the world is going to give us that. It's going to give us a counterfeit that we can say, you know what, that's actually easier. I'm just going to, I'll be fine right here. I don't, need, I don't need to keep pressing. I'm actually sustained here. But are you? God tells you to keep pressing, to keep continuing. Now, are, are you curious what's in my box? I'm sure as soon as you saw a present box, you were like, oh, it's Christmas time. What's in this box? Now, I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's not anything great. <laughs> it's really not. You're going to be very disappointed. If you got this as a present, you'd be like, Lainey, really? This is not what I like at all. It's a weed. It's a weed from my yard. And... And this looks nothing. <laughs> I let it grow there just for this day. All right? I kept it there, and I was like, I'm going to be talking about being planted soon. I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> it's a big weed, right? I went out and got it this morning. Praise God, it's out of my eyesight. So weeds, I promise I'll pick all of this up. Weeds are weak plants. But I was talking to God one day, and I was looking outside because I can just see weeds in our front yard. And I'm just like, why? Why did you make these? This, what, what profit is this? And, and, and I was just thinking, I was like, they're everywhere. Weeds are literally everywhere. And I was thinking, and the Holy Spirit was like, well, what is a weed? I was like, I have no idea what a weed is. I just know it's annoying. I don't like them in my yard. I kill them. I root them. I get poison, and I just, like, I'm just draining, like, white vinegar, like, just everything that I can do to kill these things. And um, I was looking because Google is a great source of information, and, and weeds are, are nothing. They literally have no value to this world. <laughs> That's Lanny's Googleisms. Um, but... They have no value to them, and that's why they're so easy to just uproot. That, like, they're, they're easy. They can just pop up anywhere. And, and you know what? It, was, it took me probably two seconds to pull this out. It wasn't hard at all because it is literally nothing. 
It has no deep roots. You can see the roots here, and there's nothing there. There's nothing to it. This is not what God calls us to be. We aren't weeds, people. We are palm trees. We are cedar trees. You can see those cedar tree roots sometimes just overlapping one another. But you know what? We should not be so easy to just uproot ourselves and say, yep, I'm good. Yep, I'm fine. Just having these little roots, no stability, no security, nothing like this. But much like what the word of God teaches us, we should not be so easily to be tossed to and fro. Ephesians 4.14, if you want to write that down. To be easily swayed by doctrine. Uprooted. Oh, yeah, no, you know, healing's not for me today. Yeah, I'm going to just, yeah, no, that's not right. That can't be right. Financial prosperity, no, I'm actually great where I'm at. No, I'm good. Thanks, Lord. No, I can't, I can't hear that. That's not what the Word of God teaches us. But we cannot be like these weeds. So are your roots deep today, church, to where you aren't so easily uprooted? Because I know we go through life. Don't get me wrong. I know, I know we, we go through things. But will fear, anger, and disbelief so easily rip you out of the place where God has called you to be? Because this is where God has planted you to flourish. God has planted you to, to, to flourish, to bud, to bloom, to blossom. We can no longer be these weak, nearly rootless Christians we can't be like that anymore. I remember going camping as a kid in this place called Garner State Park. And it has huge trees. And it, there's a river that goes through it. And we would float down it. And, and man, those trees, you could just see the roots just going and going. And they would round and round each other. And, and anyways, you could like pull yourself down the river. And you could just like speed through it even faster because you could just reach them and touch them. And and I remember one day in the, in the most vivid time of my camping trip with my dad, I remember we were swinging off of these big old trees, and the roots are like right underneath me. And I didn't let go in time. <laughs> and I just hit the root right on my rib. And that root was just huge. And I was bruised. I, I went back to my mom, and it was, I was, she was not happy. But I remember that so vividly, seeing that massive root, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going down on it. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't going anywhere. But we cannot be these weak, rootless Christians because our power comes from our Heavenly Father who gave us Jesus Christ as our Savior, which he has poured out his spirit upon us to help guide, to teach, to comfort, to direct, to be with us always. Our God is omnipresent. He will be with us everywhere we go, every step we take. And we have this power of being planted, and it comes from him. And it also comes from being planted in the house of the Lord, getting deep roots within this house, getting deep roots with, with, what, the, with what God is doing here at Pursuit Church, right here in the Mornington Peninsula. So we have power within our position we see that we can be flourishing, but it comes from being planted. Now, the next one. 
There is power in Jesus. Y'all weren't excited enough for that one. I'm just going to... I'm just going to preach to myself now. There is power in Jesus. Oh, oh there y'all are. All right. Why? Because he is the head of our church. So we need to be able to be connected to that right source because he is that power. He is that we, what we can connect to. John 15 verse 1 through 7 teaches us about the vine and how we are the branches and how we are to be connected. But it also teaches us what happens if we don't abide in him. He will cut. He will throw it into the fire. And it talks about this really important part of abiding in Christ. Now abiding means to remain, to sojourn, to tarry, to continue to be present. I like that. As Jesus, as the head of his church and what we are planted in a part of, and as we are a part of this vine and connected all together, we should continue to be present. We cannot switch off. Like, now I'm going to just take a day off from doing this whole Christian life, from being planted. No, you don't have holidays in the faith. You don't. Every breath you take, every place you go, you should be glorifying God and advancing the kingdom of God and being present with the Lord and abiding in him. It also means to not part, to remain as one. To remain as one. Now, it says one, but you are not one and you are not doing this by yourself. You are a part of a body. You are connected to something so much bigger than this. You're connected to the one true living God. But you are meant to be set and in place. Because through this, we can see that we now have authority in Christ. As we have been saved, set free, and delivered, Jesus is the head of his church, and we have power within him. We have this authority as the believer. It is with Christ's authority, that we release God's power in order to accomplish the purposes for which it was given to us. All of what God's called you, your gifts, your talents, that power can start exerting itself through Jesus Christ. It is the faith to express Jesus' authority that initiates this release to see that healing power, to see faith arise, to see knowledge coming to you, to see the gifts of the Spirit happening. You start to see it release, and you start to see yourself flourishing because you are connected to this authority. You are connected to this vine. And the Bible teaches us that we have been given this through Jesus. Now, according to Jesus and according to what the Bible teaches us, we have been given this authority to carry out the purposes of God. Not for our own self, not for our own boasting, because this, this almost kind of sounds like, oh, you're planted, you're flourishing. Look at me, I'm so great. I'm budding. I'm not a weed anymore. Look at me. No, it's, it's not about that. It's not about you. 
It is about the furtherance and the advancing of the kingdom of God. He's given you this power and being planted within your position to have this power through Jesus Christ to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to defeat fear, to say, you know what, I am more than a conqueror through this. I'm going to pray for my family. All of those families who don't know Jesus Christ yet, they're going to come to the Lord and they're going to come and worship right here because this is where we've been planted. This is where I've tilled. This is where I've sown. I got seed in the ground. And that's going to be planted, and that's going to keep growing. There is power in abiding in Christ. Because without him, we are nothing. The whole kickstart of it is Jesus Christ. We couldn't have salvation without him. We couldn't have anything that the word of God promises us without him. So through our understanding of this, we have to remain in him. We have to stay connected to him. We have to abide in him to plant ourselves and securely fix ourselves in him. And then we start to see this fruitfulness of God's word come to pass in us. It's just inevitable, church. You start to do what the word of God says and believe it in your heart, you're going to see the fruit every time. And, and sometimes we're really shocked by it. We're like, oh, wow, God, you're actually, you, you just did this for me. You're like, yeah, I'm, I told you I'm a good God. I take care of my sheep. I clothe the lilies. What, what, why can't I do that for you? You start to see God being faithful to perform his word. Going back to Psalms 92, verse 14, it says that, Growing in grace, they will strive and bear fruit, prosper in old age. They will flourish and be vital and fresh, rich in trust and love and contentment. This kind of solidifies being planted in the house of God. Because even as we grow, we get old, right? <laughs> Sorry, we, 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 we mature, we age well because we are planted in the house of the Lord. We are planted so deep and we start to flourish and be vital within the house of the Lord. And then let the last verse 15, they are living memorials to declare that the Lord is upright and faithful. Your life is not your own. It is to be used for the kingdom of God. And this says that they are living memorials. You are living memorials. We make these parks so great to look at all these great trees and, and they're so amazing. And you just stand in awe of, wow, look at this. That's exactly who you are. You are a memorial to God. To declare that he is upright, that he is faithful to his promises. And you can be a testimony everywhere that you go to say, man, the power of God lives on the inside of me. I am flourishing. I am living memorial to declare that God is good in my life. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness in him. He is my rock. I love that God takes us back to just this, this 
basic understanding of foundation and deep roots. And you know what? Sometimes we don't see all of that. We don't see what God's working in underneath and how important it is to have all of this. We sometimes just see the magnificent stuff happening all in front of us, but we forget to understand that, no, it took going deep. It took growth to go deep in Christ, to be firmly planted, and you start to see yourself flourishing from the top. This is not to puff you up or to stroke your own ego. It is to show you the importance of giving glory to God. It is to show you the importance of being planted. Because I don't know about you, but these roots don't look that great to me. These roots aren't great. But those other trees withstand so much. Those roots are so big and just deep. Like you just, I I can't even... I wish I had a, I wish I could have brought a tree here so that we can just touch it. <laughs> but all of this is for the power of God. All of this is for the planting of his kingdom and his growth. And that is in each and every one of you today. You have to remember to be planted. You have to remember that I'm not just some weak thing to be uprooted whenever either you feel like it or when other circumstances try to come against you. But no, you stay and you fix yourself in Christ. You let him hold you there in place so that you can grow these deep roots. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, Go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.